diving into his fifth pie, Lardass began to imagine that he wasn't eating pies. He pretended he was eating cow flops and rat guts and blueberry sauce. Slowly, a sound started to build in Lardass' stomach. A strange and scary sound, like a log truck coming at you at 100 miles an hour. Hello, everybody. Welcome to So What'd You Think? For those of you who don't know, this is a movie podcast show where me and a guest will come on and we'll discuss a movie that we have just seen for the first time and give sort of our immediate reactions. Today, I brought on a returning guest. This is Jonah. Why don't you introduce yourself? Say hi. Hello. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> of course. Yeah, we love to have you. <laughs> um, and we're actually doing this remotely. We're doing this at Jonah's place because he's currently... It's been a long week. <laughs> under the weather. <laughs> Medical Mostly with that. ailments. Yeah. Keep yeah. PG. But... Yeah, exactly. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you coming out. Yeah, of Doing course. the home visits. Yeah, we're doing the home visit today. <laughs> Not in the office today. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the movie we watched this week was Stand By Me. This movie came out in 1986, I believe. Um, this is the classic coming-of-age movie uh, about four kids who make the long trek to look at a dead body, Yeah, I guess, is the plot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I guess one of them had overheard like a group of older kids from the same small town or county who had like either killed the kid or had found out that he had died and like stashed his body out in the woods and so they decided they would go and uncover his body and then like tell all the news outlets and become like you know heroes yeah and uh, (laughs) i guess that yeah it's kind of a interesting (laughs) it was interesting i had no idea what to expect and i kind of liked it i mean i thought there was a lot more to it than um, I was expecting. I mean, yeah. I think like it's yeah. as far as like coming of age stories go, it was definitely more like it felt more um, like real. You know, it wasn't really like artificial. Mm-hmm. It felt more like these four friends were like really, you know, like like Actually it didn't friends. seem fake. They seemed really like authentic. Right. You know? Yeah, they felt like and actual like, twelve. Yeah, girls. I mean, like the first time you see them, they're like smoking cigarettes, and you're like, "What? These kids look." I mean, they say they're like twelve, but they look even younger, and it's just like it's yeah, funny. that's very true. Um, um, yeah. yeah, so those are kind of your <laughs> general thoughts. Did yeah. you like the movie overall? Would you say? I did like it. I thought it was really. I mean, you know, it's like an hour and a half, hour yeah. twenty eight minutes. Pretty sure. I thought it was like really nice. You know, story of like their friendship and having to deal with their backgrounds, different backgrounds, and their parents, and how that like limited them and. I did like it. Yeah. I thought it was like, what about you? Did you like it? Yeah. No, I liked it a lot too, yeah. actually. I I think I knew, I generally like coming of age movies, I feel yeah. like. And this is very like much a classic yeah. coming of age story, but right. I enjoyed it. And then there, I think there's like, there's some layers to it and like yeah. emotional depth. Yeah, that definitely. That kind of surprised me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I was trying to think of like what other movies you would put in this like realm mm-hmm. like sandlot maybe i can see that so yeah much. sandlot it's like very lighthearted comparatively like it's yeah. not like they're like hunting down a dead body but like <laughs> yeah the, i mean what else like um i don't know i, don't know. I mean there's like plenty like, of other 80s yeah teen yeah comedy it kind of reminded me of um 
What's that movie? Greasers? I think that's what it's called. Or Greasers? like Golden. There's like a book. I <laughs> The Outsiders. Outsiders. Oh, the I don't outsiders. know if you're. Like, oh, and the it's book, like yeah. yeah, and they made it into a movie, and it's kind of a similar thing where you got like yeah, kind yeah. of like the gang thing, grease hair. I mean, I think it's the eighties was like a little after that. Outsiders was like sixties. Well, this this right. movie took place in the fifties. Oh, right? it did. Right. Yeah. yeah. I really like the music. Actually. Yeah, they're doing a lot of good nice. 50s music. Yeah, yeah, all the hits. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, let's yeah. get into spoilers then. So okay. if you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. Um, yeah. It's really good. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, nice. it's a classic coming-of-age movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then come back and listen to the rest of this. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> what's a good spoiler? <laughs> I know. This yeah, I mean, well, I thought <clears throat> the development of the friendship between Gordy and... God, I forget. Chris? Was it Chris? Chris, yeah. Yeah. I thought Chris that was... Chris is River Phoenix, yeah. Right. Yeah. I thought that was really nice. I, you know, because, like, you got you got Gordy, who's kind of the main character and also is narrating, and he's, like, got the most outlook out of the four of them, you know, in terms of, like, a f- having a future, uh, even though he has problems with his family and his brother died mm-hmm. and stuff. <clears throat> And I think Chris, like, sees the potential in him and wants him to, like, you know, go places and do things with his talents because he's into writing. And um, so I thought that was nice that they kind of, like, pushed each other to be better and not to, like, slip and just do nothing with their lives, you know? Yeah. And in the end that Chris had also taken college courses like they had talked about doing. I thought that was nice. Um, yeah. yeah yeah i like the little flash forwards at the end yeah it was really yeah. interesting yeah i thought that one i thought that was a little weird though that they had chris die yeah in the flash forward oh my god what was the purpose it's of like, that of course he has to die like the one i mean like you build up all this like oh maybe he'll like turn out to do something and he'll, like take these well he like, kind of did like he, he was did. a lawyer yeah and, he and then college. he has to die it's like he could have just like been okay <laughs> but i don't know if it's what the book is like because it's off the Stephen King book. Oh, yeah. It's based on, like, a Stephen right. King So, novella. I don't know what the book entails. Maybe it has something to do with that. But, yeah. Right. That was kind of a bummer. Yeah. A little weird to throw in there. I'm yeah. not sure. Maybe it's just, I guess, to add, like, <laughs> another emotional layer. Or yeah. to be like, oh, like, it yeah. makes you more longing. Because, right. like, now you can't have that back. Like, yeah. Um, That's true. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, right. but it was kind of a weird thing to yeah. throw in. Right? Yeah. yeah, like, oh, dang. Yeah, and All he right. also dies. Yeah. <laughs> he also dies, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> but, no, I thought it was, I thought all the characters kind of like evened each other out nicely, and they made like a nice group. Teddy was like a little adult. Is that his name? Teddy? Which one was Teddy? Teddy was the like son of the army. Oh, the dude. kid with the glasses. The kid with yeah. the glasses and the who dog was like tag. kind of a little insane. Yeah. yeah. But I thought his character was pretty good. And even Vern, I <laughs> thought it was pretty fun. I mean, it's a pretty funny movie, to be honest. Maybe, it was funny. <laughs> like, for the most part, you know, because, like, it's it's all this about, like, the like finding the dead body. But then that doesn't turn out to be, like, such a, like, sad thing or, like, scary uh-huh. thing. You know, yeah. it's just, like, they're kind of, like, defend this kid's honor who died and, like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but 
Yeah, I thought overall it was kind of funny. It, there was a lot of yeah. funny moments in there. Yeah. And you, you talking about the, the dead, dead body thing at the end kind of make – there might be a connection here. Remember they were telling the story of like the fat kid who's eating all the pies? yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. And they're kind of saying, like, oh, well, what's the end then? Like, the end was just, oh, like, he got revenge or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, It was kind of, like, anticlimactic. Yeah. I feel like the movie itself was a little anticlimactic. That's a good connection. Right? I, <laughs> you just think of that? Yeah, I just thought of that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, because well, see the dead body, and it's, right. like, not that big a deal. Like, it's right. not the... And just, like, this, like, yeah, the ending as a whole was, like, overall, like, more or less anticlimactic. Yeah. And then you have... That story that Gordy tells, and they're all like, "This ending sucks." Yeah, and he's like, And if the movie is Gordy narrating this, and maybe because we see him typing it at the oh end, my so God. he's like writing this story of yes, like, what "This happened. is his story." So right. of course it's going to be an anticlimactic ending, right? Because he was never good oh at the God. endings. That's so yeah. fun. see, that's why it's so fun to like talk mm, about mm, movies. Yes. Okay. okay go, go, and then go. the flash forward thing at the end, how right. he's like, we're just talking about the death yeah. and yeah. like how that seems so like random. Yeah. That's almost like Teddy, how he's like, you should like, then he should run off in the woods and like yeah. do all this crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't know about that. Yeah. And it kind of throws it in at the end. Right. So it's like kind of like the crazy. That's true. Ending. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh my God. Really just parallels. Yeah. Wow. No, but that's. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. I think that's. That's pretty spot on. It's pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I do, I mean, the, the like theme of death is kind of interesting because first it's Gordy's brother dies mm-hmm. and he was like really, his brother was like really the only one in his family that was looking out for him aside from his mom a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so like, obviously that affects him a lot. And then she, and then he's like running off to find this other dead body and, and then ends up like, you know, defending this other dead boy's, you know, life. With, he's got the gun and he's like fighting off the other gang dudes from like taking his body. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting just because like, I feel like maybe there was that little snippet of like his brother's funeral and mm-hmm. and he was like not crying and like didn't have enough of a like a reaction or just like probably too young to like comprehend what was going on but with this other boy that he doesn't even have the same connection with like as a brother but he like defends his honor and you know like fights for him to just like be able to die in peace and i thought that was interesting how like maybe since he didn't get the chance he wanted the first time he wasn't really like prepared for like how death affects you but then they make this like Hodge to this like where this like other boy died and it's like really important to them yeah and keep saying like i would have kept going even if they wanted to go back and it's like well why is it so important to you and it's like well probably because he was dealing with his brother and you know when it's like family it's like of course it's going to change your outlook on things on yeah death. i like that a lot yeah. yeah i feel like almost the whole journey is like just more of like a metaphor for like his yeah maybe his like acceptance of his brother's death or right. something like this exactly. journey is like more of an like emotional yeah <laughs> yeah no definitely yeah i think that's totally it and i think that's why he he's definitely feeling it more than the others because it, he's the one who just had this other death in his family mm-hmm. that is interesting that he's like more affected by the one he's not he doesn't know at all than like the brother right because um, like throughout 
the journey, he's like kind of more somber, somber as like a 12 year old can be, but like he's kind of more, you know, emotional than the other three boys. Right. And you can kind of see that he's like taking it seriously and he lashes out when they're like goofing around too much and he's like, we're trying to do this, you know, we're like <laughs> on a mission here. Yeah. And yeah. But well, I think, I think yeah. Chris notices that and Chris understands why it's so important to him that they go. And that's why they yeah. kind of like looking out for each other a little more. And then Vern's just like, why are we doing this? Like, yeah. this is so like ridiculous. And then Teddy's just like, I don't care. Like, let's do whatever. Like, I'm down. Yeah. You know? That's that's interesting. Why do you think Chris is like the one that takes it more seriously? Like, why is he the one that like doesn't grow apart from like Gordy at all? That's what I was trying to think. I mean, I thought it was like, I thought maybe... I mean, I don't know if any of them had like a like a definitively worse like upbringing than another, mm. but like maybe if Chris was like more just like understanding because he had grown up with like not a great environment and he understands why it's important to Gordy that he like goes and they find this body and like that he supports his friend. Yeah, but, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why, like, him in particular, because they yeah. all, have, I think, have troubled, like... Right? That's what binds them yeah. together. Yeah. Right. Which is interesting. I wonder if that's, like, supposed to be a thing that the movie's trying to say is, like, people bond the most over, like, troubled yeah. histories or, like... Regardless of age. <clears throat> like, even at a really young age, you right. can be bound together by what you've been through. Yeah. I also just like the, the message, I think, overall, of just, yeah. like, like being a 12 year old like that is someone like the closest years yeah like i feel like that's kind of an age where people overlook a lot like people yeah. think about college or high yeah. school maybe even yeah but like even like pre-middle school right. like when you're just like have summers and you're like not doing anything all summer yeah yeah that's kind of an age where yeah you always i feel like you always grow apart from those people yeah but like you spend all your time with right. those people like every right. single day like you leave the house you don't come back till sunset <laughs> yeah literally yeah. and that's just like how it was and that's how you wanted it to be mm-hmm. and i think that's what gordy was kind of like bringing together at the end when you see his screen and he's like it's after his son and his friends come in because this is right. way later on mm-hmm. and then he's writing and he's like the friends you have when you're 12 you know i never had close friends after the friends i had when i was 12 Mm-hmm. But, like, who does? Or something like that. Or just kind of, like, making the statement that, like, the friends you have when you're that age are really important. Because, like you said, right. that's the time when there's, like, nothing else going on. And if you just, like, are in that moment and, like, out all day and stuff, those friendships are important. And, like, not easily replaceable with yeah. age, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah. I think that's really interesting that they focus on that kind of age group. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish I was still, like, as close with people that I was when I was 12. Yeah, I'm kind of trying just, to think, like, who was I friends with when right. I was, like, 11 or 12? Because like, it's just I don't different, think I talked you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I know there's, like, a lot of people out there that have been friends with a lot of, like, the same people for that long. Right. Which are, like, that's the tightest friendships, right? Right, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I thought one thing that's interesting with this film is I feel like and, like, other films that came out in the 80s. Is yeah. I feel like a lot of these movies had, like, a real fascination with, like, the 50s. You know? Like, there's, like, Back to the Future 2 where they like yeah. go back to the 50s. I feel like there's a lot of these movies where it's, like, they pay, like, homage to, like, 50s culture. Yeah. And I feel like 
there's a parallel with that now, where a lot of movies now will do like pay homage to like eighties. Right. I'm curious, like, why that's like happened like thirty years later again. Where yeah. like, now we're paying attention to like the eighties. Is it just because like the filmmakers of that time? That's are, like, the only thing 30s I can think and of. 40s right? And, it's yeah. like that's what they grew up with. Is like they lived in that time, and now they're trying to capture it. Right. If that adds up, the I feel, I feel like eighties and fifties. And then, like, to, like now yeah. is, like, the biggest parallel. I don't see, like, a, a lot of 90s movies paying homage to the 60s. Right. Or, like, 2000s to the 70s. Right. I don't know. Because I feel like, because, like, <clears throat> once it got to the, like, 2000s to 2010, I feel like they just made movies that were, like, about what was happening then, you know? Yeah, right. Of like, Every 30 years we get really nostalgic. Maybe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be interesting yeah. to see where that pattern goes if right. it continues. Well, because I feel like like the TV show like Stranger Things mm-hmm. is, feels a little similar to this in the way that there's like four kids and they're right. bonded at the same age group right. and they they go through crazy stuff like dead body like you know, yeah like Stranger Things obviously. right so like I feel like there's a certain like parallel to that too which mm-hmm. is like maybe the people like the, the people who make that show are probably like in their 30s or 40s they grew up in the 80s yeah probably watched movies like Stand by Me right and they saw in the 50s so yeah. there's like a certain parallel like, no totally maybe even unconscious parallel like. I haven't even thought about that. But that's really interesting. I yeah, bet I just feel like a there's a lot more yeah. than we can think of right now. Yeah. But I bet that's like really prevalent theme. Right. It's like people writing about or people, you know, making movies about either what they grew up watching or what they grew up around, like just culture wise. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I just think it's interesting. I'm curious, like, how conscious these kind of things are. Yeah. Or, like, versus just, like, this is what they grew up on, this is what they want to make kind right. of thing, and they don't even realize it. Right. Like, like, what their influence is. I don't know, though. No, that's a good question, though. Like, yeah. really. I mean, is it is it, like, really, like, that's at the front of their mind, is, like, I'm going to make this about what I grew up with, or is it more just, like, that just happens to be what it is, because that's, like, the strong sense of story. And when you're writing a story or making a movie, which is telling a story, yeah. how conscious are you of, like, you know, where those themes come from and where the strongest, like, storytelling environment stems from? Yeah. Like, your childhood and stuff. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Hmm. But I think it's interesting. Yeah. Good question. Uh, it's an interesting director. observation. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. I also thought it was interesting that this movie takes place in Oregon. I don't yeah. know. I just feel like I never see movies that take place in right? like, anything in the yeah. Northwest. <laughs> I know, for real. I was like, where are, I mean, because I, I was like, this could be literally like anywhere between, you know, it's just yeah. like, just like, you have like and nice nature and... small town yeah. vibe and then yeah. lots of nature. It was really pretty though. It was really pretty, especially yeah. on that train scene where they're crossing the bridge. Yeah. That, that was, was like really, really cool. Nice. And like some yeah. of the aerial shots they use, it was like, wow. Some of the shots were really beautiful. nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I thought they like uh, the train. I thought that was really nice, and then walking yeah. over it, like you said, um, yeah. yeah, a lot of like interesting nature shots, yeah, and, like cool, cool totally. cinematography. Honestly, totally. <laughs> like, I noticed that too. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, very yeah. underrated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. What 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 scene like stood out to you the most? Like, what, if you look back on this, because hmm. I feel like now like art is like very much much like an immediate reaction, like. But people have, like, grown up on this film. So I feel yeah. like there's probably, like, classic lines that we're totally unaware of. Because mm-hmm. we haven't seen this movie until right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, like, what scenes stand out to you now versus, like, scenes that people probably relate to. Right. Like, relate well, to. I thought, I mean, I definitely really liked that first treehouse scene where you mm-hmm. first get introduced to all yeah. the characters. 
and they're just all like smoking cigarettes in, in the treehouse and <laughs> Yo, like, just cigarettes? like roasting each other about stuff. I thought that yeah. was pretty good. I like that one. Is that 50s culture? Is that everyone in the 50s, like 10 year olds in the 50s smoke cigarettes? I guess. I don't I mean, know. That's crazy. Wow. At least yeah. now that seems crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, introduction scene. Yeah, that one, yeah. I really like that one. And then... Um, I feel like the leeches scene really stands out to yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because of how like, scary yeah, that, that was. That came out of nowhere. I was like, whoa, that's yeah. intense. It got really serious really fast, too, yeah. when he finds the leech in his like, downstairs <laughs> compartment. I was like, that's a real bummer. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's no good. Uh, and then, of course, like that la- the little standoff in front of the body with the other gang that they're like kind of, which is like a huge age difference, I feel like. Yeah, they're like significantly like older though. At least six or seven years where you're like, wait, why is this like... Yeah. Were they supposed to be like seniors in high school or I something? Guess, like maybe. I don't but, know. That seemed very... Yeah. <laughs> like, questionable. But yeah. that scene, I really like that one too. Yeah. And, uh, is that is that like a movie thing or is that like a 50s thing? Or like, did you experience that where there's like these like seniors in high school that are bullying you at a 10 like I a never had that experience. I never had that Not experience even, either. <laughs> I mean, even in like middle, maybe it was just where I grew up in like the Bay Area. So everyone's like pretty like hippy dippy minds their own business. But it was like, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, even in middle school, it was like never like the upperclassmen were like mm-hmm. gotten for the younger people. It was yeah. just like everyone kind of does their own thing. And like right. even when I was a senior in high school, I was like had no interest in like yeah, talking right? to it's a like you're so like you're just, just on a different planet. So yeah. it's like why am I? Yeah, I don't know if but, that's like a, a fear maybe ten year olds have. So they, they put them in movies because it like yeah. exacerbates that fear or something yeah. like that. I don't know. But I just, yeah, it's just so weird, especially like in eighties and fifties movies. I, guess. I feel like I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe that is just like the pop culture of it from like movies and stuff. But it, I do feel like. The further back you go, the more like all the people would just like pick on younger. Like it didn't seem super like crazy that you had these like older dudes like picking on these yeah. just from like yeah, I'm sure it happens. stuff. I'd I just, yeah, it seems weird that every movie has it. Right. Like, yeah. Know. Like even Stranger Things has that kind of similar. Yeah. Thing. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or like Freaks and Geeks. Like. Yeah, Freaks like, and Geeks yeah, is yeah. a great example. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah, always, yeah. Totally. And that's just Days and Confused. Where it's like you have like literally a senior yeah. in high school who's like picking on a freshman just because it's like this girl's brother, but yeah, I don't yeah. know why that's a thing. Yeah, but also like the fact that Kiefer Sutherland's character, like the older, the, yeah. the main older guy of the gang, yeah. like carries a switchblade. Yeah, is that a thing? Like, I think that is kind of a thing. I feel like I was like, why I was talking about are the they always threatening people? Like are they always like I'm gonna cut you? Like is that a, always like <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's kind of like I don't know. Fifties culture is just like more. Yeah, just like whatever <laughs> you know no I, yeah, rules. I don't know but yeah i remember that from some other like from the outsiders too they would always have yeah like, switchblades i feel like switchblades are pretty common like, at least in each culture. other like tats and stuff with the little like rings yeah, like cutting into their shoulder with a god yeah that's like not even a tattoo that's just like a scar that's yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like cobra <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. Wait, what were your favorite scenes um oh yeah I mean I talked about the leeches scene but that's yeah. just what I feel like I'm gonna remember right. <laughs> it's not necessarily yeah, my that favorite scene yeah. um, I feel like I mean like the scene where like Gordy is like talking about his brother at the end after he sees the dead yeah. body I feel like that's gonna stick out yeah. as like a very good scene yeah for um, sure the train scene as like the train is running mm. they're coming across on the bridge over the water I feel yeah. like that's um, that's for probably, sure. I'm probably gonna remember that one yeah I don't know. there were some good lines <clears throat> in there too I feel like yeah it's like lots of like seemed like I would never peg 
you know, I mean, first of all, you never pick like 12 year olds for saying some of the stuff that they're saying, but also just from like a movie from the 80s as like having like slang that didn't seem like so unfamiliar, you know, but I thought it was funny right. that like, he was like, bullshit. And he was like, bull true. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm definitely going to use that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That is, that's a good line. Yeah. There was honestly a lot of lines that I feel like I used as a kid, right? which yeah. I thought, like, I wrote a couple down. There's like two for flinching. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That all the time. I was like, that's really timeless. I thought that yeah. was like, that's crazy because I never seen this like movie or like, yeah. I didn't necessarily know that was like an old thing from the fifties that people would say in the fifties. I just kind of like said that. It's yeah. kind of crazy. That's like 60 years. And the people are still saying two for flinching. Right. <laughs> or like another one, like Pinky Swear. Yeah. That's pretty, yeah. yeah. They like Tons. wouldn't believe him unless he Pinky Sweared it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, another one, he was like, oh, that was so funny. I forgot to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> really just stuff that I would that like, was, you know, you never, yeah. you have to wonder where you got it from. Yeah. Because it's so yeah. like timeless. Yeah. Also like the yeah. spitting water through the teeth. Oh my God. And he was doing yeah. that. He was just like bored and he's yeah. doing that. I feel like middle schoolers are always doing that like in pools and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. There was a lot of things that was like kids doing kid things. Yeah. And I was like, wow, yeah. I just feel like this is a really believable group right. of kids. And it's nice. And it's refreshing mm. to watch that and mm. just be like, oh yeah. I mean, I don't remember ever like going off for multiple days in the woods with my friends, but a lot of stuff yeah. is like really relatable and it's fun to watch and be like, yep. Yep. Check that. Yep. Yeah. Did that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I'm kind of thinking about though with this movie. Like what is the real purpose of this movie besides like a kind of like a nostalgia? Fest? Right. Because yeah. it's kind of like, I'm like, Oh, I like it because like it reminds me when I was a 12 year old and like, right. is that fine that, that that's all that movie I mean, really right. brings to yeah. it? Like, I, don't I was know. kind of thinking the same thing. That. Yeah. And that is like enough. Like it's not like, it's like, that's like, yeah, that's yeah. fine. It doesn't yeah. have to reach for the stars. <laughs> right. But I did think, yeah, I was trying to think, I mean, like, definitely it's like dealing with death. I mean, to a certain extent, at least for like young people experiencing death. That's true. And like people close to them. And then, uh, again, just like as much of a coming of age story as it can yeah. be. And it's like, at the end, it's like, oh, we're all going to go our separate ways. Yeah. It was kind of like, like tied in a little bow I feel like at the end where it's right. like this was like the last adventure they ever yeah. had together too. I mean it like, seemed oh a God. little too like tied up like like yeah. I mean because like, there's no reference again. Like, there's no like, reference what? of like they're just gonna go their separate ways and not see each other like right after that thing but right kind of that was like, like with the narr- like the narration at the end like yeah. kind of going over it felt like but oh, again, like they like, moved to middle school and like, yeah. they grew apart. And it, I feel like they grew apart really fast. Yeah. Maybe there's, maybe, I don't know. But. but it's also of like how much of it is just like Gordy telling or writing a story. And if that's just like, that's if true. our version, if our, what we see on the screen is really just like his version of the story, then that's he really could just be like leaving things in a very different way. I yeah. was thinking for a second, it could be just that like, it's a completely different thing than what happened and it's just him telling the story. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, if if, if that is indeed true, like, he right. wrote this story, so this is from t- totally his perspective. Like, right. does he think there's, like, a huge events that he yeah. left out? Yeah. Like, or... Because I feel like he did include, like, the leech thing that's pretty embarrassing. Right. Or, like... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He left some pretty heavy personal stuff in there. But yeah. But I'm curious if there's, For like... Sure. I don't know. That's, that's kind of interesting that there's potential that he, like, yeah. is manipulating the story. Totally. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I was trying to make connections between, like, I mean, because really I, ha- I have no idea what the book is like or about, but that kind of getting the same 
maybe, and I told you I wasn't that familiar with Stephen King, so I don't know, but that like that the main character who's like so good at telling stories and like his narrating and stuff is like Stephen King. But like if the book is similar where it's like you have a storyteller, maybe it's just him writing about himself. It could be really yeah. narcissistic. But yeah. just I just was like trying to put the pieces together. There definitely probably is a certain level of like autobiography yeah, to like, this story. That Stephen King had. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's certain elements that like I can relate to entirely right. with this. So like, yeah. even though I never went on a five day adventure to go see a dead body, like right. I can relate to a lot of the <laughs> right. story. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I feel like all writers kind of do that. They put a little bit of like personal flair into their own story. Yeah, that's what makes good stories. I feel like definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what do you think about like the acting in this? I really. I mean, you know, like. I usually set the bar pretty low when it's kid actors or young people acting, which I would... Is that fair? Is that fair I mean, to do? <laughs> no, probably not. But just like, I mean, I feel like you can only expect so much and I never know if it should be obvious that they're like not great actors because they're kids and like, you know, like, but I thought it was really good and I thought it was authentic and I yeah. liked, you know that everything seemed really believable. And I mean, there's so many movies where you have like young actors the same age where you're just like, okay, like, yeah, you're just, you're doing your best. But like <laughs> yeah. in this case, it did seem like either because the story was more like developed or because they were just good actors that worked well together. But I thought it was really pretty good considering. Yeah. I, I think it. it was relatively believable. I think there was a certain lines yeah. I think that honestly, the I think it was Gordy's dad. I thought yeah. he was terrible. Like yeah. a lot of his lines, really, it felt like he was just reading off like a prompt. Right. Like yeah. I don't know. And there, there were a couple of things they said, and I think like Will Wheaton, who played Gordy or whatever, like yeah. his big scene at the end. Yeah. Like, it didn't hit the emotional little, punch right. I was like kind of hoping for. Like, yeah. I don't it know. seemed a little. I had, too had no much. urge to like cry or anything because right. of it. Yeah. There um, wasn't like that emotional like. Oof. And it, you can kind of, like, make that in your head because of what's going on in the context of the right. scene and the story. But, yeah, I The agree. film itself is, like, yeah. not doing that necessarily. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I did think, I, I think River Phoenix, who played Chris, yeah. I think he was probably my favorite, actually. Yeah. I think the way he, like, reacts to things was, like, like, the, like his face is, like, the way he's, like, reacting to things is a really he powerful... Way, like, more mature and like right. older because he was just seemed like a better actor and yeah. i don't know if that's because he was a better actor or because they told him to act more mature and just like put together in comparison but yeah i don't know i'm excited to believe like he's a better Vern actor. and teddy who are like supposed to be just like you know just yeah like not idiots, i mean they played it a part like, like i think i think Vern right. is like he was very good at being like the funny like right. like clumsy kid like, right exactly yeah. um I mean, yeah, everyone was good. Even, like, Teddy, I think, was pretty good. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. I don't really think that many of them are that famous anymore. No. I mean, I mean Will Wheaton, the main kid, is really famous for being the kid from Stand By Me. Right, <laughs> like, right. And River Phoenix, like, passed away a few years after. Right. But, um, and his brother, Joaquin Phoenix, is, like, much bigger now. So maybe he's yeah. the biggest. I know um, that, yeah, I was, like, looking at Vern and that he had done a couple of things, but I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. Vern's character... And I don't think Teddy is that famous. I mean, Keith Sutherland is, like, who played the older, like, bully teen. He's he's famous now. Mm. But um, I think that was pretty interesting because they're all pretty good. And this movie seemed like it was a big hit. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of surprised 
nothing huge really became yeah. out of these people. I don't yeah. know. No, I agree. I thought it was interesting because, like, I'll, I mean, I feel like that can be the case a lot of times with, like, young actors where they'll be in movies and it'll be, like, when they're young and they'll do a movie that's a big hit and then kind of, like, they're either going to do nothing after or they're going to keep going. Right. They'll do, like, a couple here and there. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like... Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I feel like especially the main character, Cordy. Like, he's pretty good, but this is kind of, like, what he's known for, which right. is kind of upsetting. <laughs> like, and what's weird is that I would never... I mean, like, there's such a big gap now for, like, a lot of... If you took, like, a big hiatus in your acting career, like, you did one, like, a movie as a kid, and then, like, it's, like, if... Uh, I forget his name. Home Alone, the main... Oh, Kelly Culkin? Right. Yeah. If he came out and did a movie, like, now, or, say, like, five or ten years from now... People would see it? Well, just that the generation that grew up with Home Alone, like mm. which is like, I consider that, I remember growing up with Home Alone. Yeah, right. So we would be like, oh my God, it's the kid from Home Alone. But younger people who didn't grow up with it would have no, you know, like, idea of like who this dude is. So that's, I mean, I feel like that's interesting because I feel like I could have seen any one of those four from Stand By Me in like a movie in the last year and I would have no idea because I've never seen Stand By Me. Yeah, right? that's true. But just to see like their art of like what they do because I feel like just being an actor young as a kid can have like hard, you know, uh, it can take its yeah, toll on it you. it sounds you know? like a rough life. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like I saw an interview about Macaulay Culkin and he was like, it's just like, because I think it really messed him up for like a long time. Yeah. Home alone thing. Yeah. It's like everyone's depending on you and you're so young to have like that sense of ego. Yeah, you're and so then, big too. Right. Like you're like the star, like right. your faces everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can oh, see that being awful. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but let's move on from that. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of talked about this with a lot of old movies, but there, I feel like there were a couple like jokes that don't really fly anymore in here yeah. too. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, it's the '80s, and they're talking through the '50s. So I mean, right. there was like, there's there's a fat shame in the whole story of like the the like lard ass that yeah. eats the pies. Like, yeah, you could not get not great, yeah. not great. I, mean, I get they're like they're they're purposely bullying him, but like, right. even that's like a little. Yeah, I just can't imagine that could in the movie not, today. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, like calling each other like homo and stuff. Like, oh the yeah, guys were and then that. some like more intense versions of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was like, yeah. Yeah, but which is always know. interesting to see because I feel like people, you know, like there's a lot of things that they probably, I mean, that they could like re-release, but a lot of people would be like gasping. And this was like yeah. pretty light compared to like other movies that just go way off the deep end in terms of like saying stuff that you could not say today. Yeah, which is interesting. Well, what I think is like, interesting is like take Stranger Things again. Yeah, like this is made now and it's talking about the eighties. Yeah, and people in the eighties would probably say that kind of stuff. Yeah, but they don't really include it in the show, and that's right. kind of interesting because they because they can avoid that, you know. Like right. so, they might as well. There's but it's no like, reason to, like to a certain sense, it's inaccurate to the time. That's like, true. You know? That's but true. I feel like people would probably get more upset if you included it, even though if it was right. more accurate. They'd you know? rather so have a, a show like, that's on the air. And inaccurate than yeah. not and accurate because of right. something like that. But it is interesting. Yeah. And the like the future of of that what we make now is gonna be I mean, there's no way. you'd think our standards for like what's appropriate and what's like politically correct now couldn't be like in 20 years you're gonna be like, I can't believe they said blank then. Right. Because like we're pretty good nowadays. 
I'm pretty on it. Pretty good, but like, say. I don't know. It could, could you, be. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. 20 years from now, like, what are people, are we saying now that we'll, we'll fly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if this is like the peak and it kind of like either plateaus or like yeah. goes back down. Yeah. I don't know. It's I think that's whole thing is interesting. Yeah. yeah. It is interesting for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, really like the music. I thought it was really nice. Yeah, it was like, the music was nice. All, like, you know, like, well, I think I knew like almost, I mean, I like 50s music. I don't listen to it exclusively, but it's nice, and it really yeah. sets the tone. I'm curious if, like, that, like, like now they play movies, and if it's from the 80s, they play, like, huge 80s songs. Like, these yeah. seem like pretty big 50s right. hits, yeah. where I wonder if it's, like, oh, in the 80s, like, this movie came out, and people are like, oh, oh like, I know all right, of these. Right, right. Like, these yeah. are the classics. These are what my parents listen to. Like <laughs> That's why it's so funny watching a movie now 2019 mm-hmm. that was made in the 80s that's based off of life in the 50s right and it's like boom 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 and if you can like go through all those layers of like culture and like what the differences from when they made it and they're trying to make it look like this and the difference of watching it now and trying to understand it in the context of when it was made and when it was supposed to be taking place yeah it's kind of fun that is kind of interesting yeah. I feel like Back to the Future is a fun example of that yeah. too because it's like definitely they're, in the movie they're going back to the 50s right. and the 80s right. too and they're like comparing the cultures there but now the culture from the 80s is so different from now exactly and like Back to the Future 2 they like go to the future right and that's a whole, whole different from like yeah. the future of what it is no, now but it's a fun it's a fun dynamic and it's interesting because like if say you were like to make a movie just like to keep Congruent. If you're to make a movie in the 80s that's based on the 50s, whatever cultural, you know, like music, setting, slang, whatever, whatever you're using 30 years later, if it's strong enough to last 30 years later, you'd think it's probably the same points of reference that people who will watch it in a couple of decades from now will still understand, right? Yeah. More or less. I'm not going to use like obscure examples because it's like if you're making a timepiece or a period piece you want yeah. it to stand out for like what that period represented to like you know mass culture so yeah. that's interesting because it's like like you were saying whatever was relevant enough in the right. 80s when they made it and it's still like the biggest hits yeah well I think what would be interesting honestly would be like a movie like that's now yeah but it's kind of like a Back to the Future thing almost where it's like the story is like framed right or it could be even like this where the story is framed in the 80s but than told in the 50s yeah but it's made now right you know it's like totally removed from like culture like, yeah it's like this like no that'd be super very interesting. complex story of time and yeah <laughs> i don't know i feel because like i when people do this kind of thing where they mix several decades together yeah. it's normally like the the current frame narrative is now whereas right. like, so i think it'd be kind of interesting to see like a different decade <laughs> i see what you're saying you know yeah that might be too yeah. complex no but it would be interesting because like yeah i mean it's broadens your mind to like you know understand things in a different cultural context than just the one you live in now right it can kind of sometimes like help you understand certain phenomena that went on during whatever time it was yeah you know without the context of today you get like a more exclusive like viewpoint of like this is how it was then without what you see now and now you can use what you have now your own personal knowledge and the you know the you know what i'm trying to say yeah i kind of went off the deep yeah, end on you're that kind of <laughs> no, no yeah that's i think that's interesting yeah. i just think 
the fact that culture changes so much and like what people say, how they dress, like that's yeah. very interesting. But I think what would be cool about yeah. this imaginary movie I'm making yeah. is yeah. that <laughs> the themes would stay the same. You know, like how like right. certain phrases, like two for flinch and all that right. kind of stuff, that stays through right. through all the different decades. Right. And like the certain theme of like growing apart. Yeah. That's like still relevant. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's kind of the message of a lot of these movies when they do that sort of frame narrative. It's like, yeah. oh, this movie takes place 30 years ago, but it's the same like theme that could happen right. to these 12 year olds now. Like the, like at the end, Gordy has his own kids yeah. and they're probably, they're like briefly shown, but they're yeah. probably going through the same stuff. They look yeah. like 11, 12. So right. they're probably doing similar adventures like that. Yeah. Go full circle. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of, that's interesting. That is The idea that there's like always a parallel. Yeah. Um, of like growing up and stuff like that. Right. That's so. what makes movies so awesome. Is they're like yeah. cultural artifacts. And it's yeah. like, this is what it was like being a 12 year old this time. This is yeah. what it was like this time. And but like you like, can still find pieces of it. Exactly. You can relate yeah. to it. Yeah. That's like what makes that. it awesome. Yeah. For sure. I agree. <laughs> um, yeah. Other things I just thought were kind of funny, like the whole, the older kids. I mean, we mentioned like the, the cutting yeah. into the arm with the yeah. cobras. I mean, they also like hitting mailboxes. Yeah. Is that a thing like, people do too? I mean, did you ever do that? So really, I never did that. And I never maybe even it was thought just like, about doing that. Maybe it was just like not uh, where I lived thing. But again, yeah, I never that. heard. I mean, it's like, I really hope that's something that only exists in like in movies, cinematic world. Yeah, yeah, right. But I'm I don't sure know. Yeah, I feel like you always see that in movies and stuff. Always. I've never once seen it. Just it's like the most, just like it's so bizarre, the thing to do. They're like just, making a game. They're playing like baseball with right, it somehow. Yeah, I don't know. They're like, yeah. I don't get that. Yeah, yeah I feel like funny. people older people probably that listen to this podcast are like, oh yeah, no, we did that. Like, oh yeah, for <laughs> like, sure. yeah. All these people are all so time. young and dumb. They had yeah. no idea what we did. Like. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's weird. There's certain yeah. like the switchblade, the, yeah. like, cutting into the arms. I don't know. Just a lot of stuff. I was probably like, better yeah. off losing as yeah. time go, it goes on. Yeah, my friend group didn't consider themselves a gang in high yeah. school. I'll just leave it. Yeah. That. No <laughs> switchblades. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Self-given tattoos. Yeah. yeah. Another note. Let's talk about flaws of the movie. I, think, um, I feel like we're praising this. So one yeah. one thing I had written down was that it was very minor, but like the fact that they should have just waited for the train to already come when they're crossing the bridge yeah. and then cross it yeah. or run across the bridge. Right. Like why would Running, they be walking Because so if they could run the last bit... They could have run the whole thing. They could have run the whole thing. Yeah. It could have been done in five minutes. I mean, like... Yeah, instead of ten. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just kind of, like, putting yourself in danger there. Yeah. And there are certain, like... It was like, okay, like... Right. And I get that, like, your parents don't really care where you are, but maybe it was just me not understanding kind of what they were all... I know they, like, briefly were like, well, I'll just say we're sleeping at someone's house or, like, going out. For right. It. But they only talked about it for, like, one night, and they were like, we'll be back by, like... Yeah, I did not realize this adventure at the beginning like of the movie. It was, two or three like days. A week. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. I guess your parents really did, like, none of your parents care. Yeah. Um, I mean, they briefly mentioned the end, like, oh, I should go, like... Go to, like see my mom before she like puts me on the top ten most wanted list. Right. Like, yeah, but, like yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because like my parent, like parents now, maybe are just like, even more right. protective. Because now it's like you couldn't be on. Yeah. If you were like gone more than a day. Well, I feel like it's also like the, the parents that are more protective were the kids that were in these movies and stuff. Like the yeah. kids that were doing that stuff where they would like leave for days and like yeah. never come back. Their parents don't like give a shit. Like right. yeah. now it's like, ah, that was probably not good. So I should probably like watch my kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I did think that was weird that they just like totally like dropped the ball. <laughs> like the parents yeah. were not caring at all. Uh-huh. Um, 
Yeah. I don't know. What other flaws do you, do you mm. think? I, did, I really enjoyed this movie, I think. And there's not, like, too many, but... Um, I'm trying to I don't think know. what other character... Um, well, I still understand why the other gang of older dudes went back to the bar. They just were like, someone's going to find... Or they wanted the yeah, credit did... for finding it, I guess. I am, I'm a little confused by the plot, honestly. Yeah. Did, did, they, did they kill him? Right. That's what I'm not sure. And who is this the two boy? dudes that were talking when... Uh, Vern, I forget his name is already, but when the, yeah. the little boy, oh, yeah, was Vern in, was the one overhearing it, right? Yeah. And he overheard them, and I thought it was like pretty clear that they were talking about how he had been killed, and I'm not sure if it was by them or by someone else. I feel but, like it was by them, maybe it was like an accident, like they're bullying some kid and then went too far. Because why would they feel bad, <coughs> or why would they be like talking about it in secret if it was just some dude who died? Right. I also thought it's funny that like. This is like a multiple day trek for these kids because they're walking, and then like the guys like seem to do that like drive in like an hour, two Literally. hours, maybe. <laughs> like, Literally, it's like caught them right at they're the like, end. All right, like, let's go. Yeah, yeah. and they're there. Yeah. I think that's so funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I also just like like that kind of place. Like when you're a kid, like everything seems so big. Like I remember mm. like going to like the store, like the grocery store or something, would be like a forever walk. Yeah. I mean, it's only like a mile or something, yeah. but like it takes like no totally. days to get there. Totally. So maybe it plays into that a little bit. Where yeah. it's just like, well, that's nice. I like that idea. Yeah. And it's kind of like comparing it younger people. It's like this huge epic journey. Yeah, right. And it's probably older like people, it's like 30 right, miles total. Just like, <laughs> we'll drive out there and come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the title? I feel like that's something to discuss. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like there's like, like really, I feel like the group sense of like friendship is like not as strong as the one between just Chris and Gordy, you know? Like, at first you're like, mm. oh, it's like the four of them and they'll really be all tight. But then it's just the two of them that really stood out to me by the end. I agree, yeah. So they kind of grew apart even like in junior high. They right. stopped talking to them. Yeah, so I feel um, like, you know, like Stand By Me in the, like, referencing just Chris and Gordy where they were like standing by each other the whole time and supporting each other. And he was like, look, I know your parents aren't great, but you really can do cool stuff if you try. So you need to try. And then Gordy back at him, like you need to take college classes. You can do it. You're smart. You don't need to be here forever. And so I think I really liked that connection and friendship that they had for each other. And the other two kind of like fade into the background when as their friendship like gets more and more connected right but they're all there for each other and that just going alone they all learn something about each other and kind of grow right you know? well what i do think is interesting because like they do eventually grow apart too like chris right. and gordy and like he's like at the end he's like i haven't seen him in 10 years or right. something like that yeah which is like almost like is the title supposed to be like almost ironic like it's right. like Stand by me for a certain period of time, and then, and then <laughs> like don't. Yeah, and people yeah. grow apart. Like I don't know, because I feel like almost the theme of this movie is like, oh, you grow apart, but like you still care about them. Right. So maybe that's what it is. It's like you right. grow apart, but you're still standing by them. Like you right. still support them. And it's like them, the so. stories that you have together that keep you together, and that you know, like you still have these like memories and these stories that you can tell way later on about people that were important to you, even if it was just in that period of time. Because it feels like they were like, like I keep going back to when he was writing that last little bit on the computer and he's like, the friends you have when you're 12, like I never had 
that close friends after that, but like who does really, you know, and just like the friendships, even if it's only for like a certain moment in your life that Mm -hmm. like last forever, even if they're not like physically with you, that Gordy's still writing this story about what happened like so long after it happened and the memories are still with him and his friends the memories of his friends are still with him even if they're not all together in person yeah yeah no i think that is interesting another thing is at the end they're like it's based on the stephen king novella and it was called the body yeah which is interesting because like i feel like that changes a lot of what yeah message of this story is like stand by me i was like oh okay this is a very personal story about right. friends growing right. and going apart growing together that sort of thing but yeah the body makes the body, it sound more about the, the plot and right, the journey the de- right the yeah. kid who had who been killed yeah. and that they were and that's why i was because i always associate stephen king with like horror even though i'm not like super familiar with his mm. stuff but for the most part that's like the reputation right and so i kind of went into it thinking it was going to be more of like a horror story and more violent or not as you know like friendship oriented of a theme right. it's but possible I don't know if that was, just, was more yeah, exactly it, the development yeah. of the movie just branched off from that but right. I'd be interested to see what the book was about I kind of yeah. want to look it up I kind of, yeah I kind of want to we should just look it up yeah so they I mean they changed the location from Maine to Oregon um comes to grips with the death and the harsh truths of growing up in a small factory town that does not seem to offer them much in the way of a future. It is not until they actually see the boy's death that they finally confront the reality of death. Well, see, you don't okay. get that strong a vibe with the... I mean, at least I didn't, about the death of them, like, coming to terms with it in the I mean, small yeah. town context. Like, you do a little bit, but I feel like the storyline, the progression of Gordy and his friends through the movie is more impactful than them experiencing this kid's death and Gordy's brother's death, you know? I mean... Right. I mean, I feel like Gordy maybe had that sort of, like, transformation, that sort of, like, realization when yeah. he sees the body, but I didn't, yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Because the, the other, other two kids. just ran away. And yeah. it was just Chris and Gordy who were standing there, but, you know, with the showdown with the other gang and stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah. I think that's interesting. I mean, yeah, that doesn't really seem like they didn't focus on the town as much or, like, what... Yeah, their thoughts right. were on the town. Like, I mean, there's, like, the bullies and stuff. But right. other than that, those are really the only characters. You yeah. See. And, I mean, I don't know really, like, what direction they would have taken it in if they were following the novel more strictly. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's more, like, room for this, like, friendship coming of age story with, like, a hint of, like, the, you know, like, scare, you know, like, this, this dead body and dealing with death and stuff as kids. Mm-hmm. But there's more room for it as a coming of age story than as like a horror story. If you're going to like, you know, make a movie compared to a book where it's like Stephen King has like this group of people that are like definitely going to read all his books. But if you make a movie out of it, it's like more people are probably going to want to see, you know, yeah. like, like growing up it or like made it Maybe more accessible to everybody. Yeah. It's I possible. Mean, Cause I it mean, feels yeah. like, like, just for the screen that there's more room for that story than for, like, trying to make this, like, a scary, mm-hmm. intense horror of four 12-year-olds. Yeah, but, I think, yeah. It is, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, well, yeah, what do you, how does this rank among, like, other coming-of-age movies that you've seen? Yeah. Or even, like, 80s movies? I don't right. know. Right. Well, I don't feel like I've seen, like... 
I feel like Beautiful Boy was the last like coming of age story that I saw. Okay, and yeah. that was like very different. Coming of age like, is very honestly a broad, broad genre because yeah. like any movie with a kid can be classified as coming right. of age because like, like everyone transforms in a movie. Literally. That's kind of how movies work. Right. So, but compared to like other eighties movies and other coming of age stories, I really liked it because I like the dynamic of of the friends and of their like group and what they're doing. I really, I mean. To be honest, I probably won't see it again, really? but I did really like it. Yeah, you know, I think but it has I'm a not, pretty good rewatchability. Honestly, I think it's, it's like, one of those movies. If I was where, in a group of people where everyone was like, "Let's watch it," and I was like, "Yeah, okay, fine," but I would never be <laughs> like, "I want to watch it again." But yeah. I don't. Re- I, there's only, there's like very few movies that I'll watch multiple times. Okay, and well, that's, that's fair. Yeah, my, maybe my standard for rewatching movies is low. <laughs> but I feel like this is a good movie where if it's like on TV. And right. like you're like waking up for breakfast. Yeah. You know I mean? It's on TV. You're like, yeah, I'll sit down and watch it yeah. for a little bit. Like no, you definitely get, get roped into it. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like the scale my dad uses. Is like, really? Um, yeah. It's I like, like that. Yeah. You're like, if you're like watching it on TV, like you won't flip the channel again. Right. Like you keep watching it because yeah. it's so good. I feel like that's really a certain vibe. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think that there's a certain element of that yeah. in there. But yeah, I would, I would rewatch it. Would you recommend it to other people? I would definitely recommend it to other people. Yeah. I'd say it's super fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, it's not like incredibly long. It's a nice story. Yeah, it's nice and tight. not too intense. No. I mean, but there's still there's funny emotional moments depth. and there's emotional moments and yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. I would definitely recommend it. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Any other thoughts you got? Hmm. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, I guess that's it. You? I feel pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well, this kind of wraps awesome. it up then. Well, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks again. for coming on, dude. I know. So fun every time. Yeah, I know this is kind of a lot for you to do no, this week. It takes my mind off of stuff, to be honest. So yeah, it's exactly. nice to have a distraction. Yeah, it'll yeah. be up on but, your feed soon. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, yeah, this wraps it up for another episode of So What You Think. Thanks for listening, everybody, and there'll be a new episode next week. Alright, peace. Is the only light we'll see. No, I won't be afraid. Oh, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So don't.